welcome to the Evoke podcast. This show is brought to you by four different women living completely different lives who are brought together to work on a project and in doing so came to a common realization. We saw the way that wisdom was handed down in ancient traditions by way of storytelling and other rituals. And we noticed that communication among women these days is a little different and a lot less connected. With this podcast, we intend to create a space where women can share wisdom, tell stories, and have the important conversations. I'm today's host, Melissa Karen. Please let me introduce you to my other three co-hosts, absolute goddesses, Ginger Marie Corwin, Sujin Kim, and Beth James. First up, I'm going to have Ginger introduce herself. So Ginger, I am passing the mic to you. Thank you, Melissa. I really appreciate the introduction. As Melissa said, my name is Ginger. I often go by Ginger Marie Corwin, and I am an author, a speaker, and a yoga teacher, and I'm very passionate and excited about our mission on this project and starting off with this this podcast. So just a little bit about me and why this really hits home for me. So a few years ago, I was really struggling in my life. I felt this deep sense of unhappiness, of of sadness that I couldn't shake. And it was a mixture of feeling unfulfilled in my career that I wasn't worthy or meeting the right people. And I just really wasn't confident in myself. And I went to a therapist's office and she told me, I think you are depressed. And that moment really made me want to change my life forever. Both of my biological parents struggled with their mental health to the extent that I was raised by my aunt and uncle. And that day in the therapist's office, something inside of me changed. It was this deep feeling and this deep wanting to really learn how to live a happier, more fulfilling life. So I kind of went on this quest to find myself, to discover what made me happy, what what lit me up? What did I enjoy doing? And I really started loving learning self-help and healing modalities. And it really inspired me to want to kind of share these principles, these things that changed my life, that helped me feel happier, more confident and more comfortable in my own skin. So that is, is what really led me to coaching and to writing and being a yoga instructor is really this desire to share and to want to help other people, kind of teaching some of the tools and resources that helped me change my own life and create this, this deeper feeling of fulfillment and purpose and joy in my life. I also kind of feel that a lot of times in our society that women feel uncomfortable to really share how they feel. So a lot of times we go online and see other people's posts and social media and people are more likely to share what's good, what's thriving in their life. And I think sometimes what's missing is for people to be vulnerable and real and and talk about issues that make a difference and impact other people and sharing that wisdom and knowing it's okay to be vulnerable, knowing it's okay to share what's, what's really going on. 
I think sometimes of just interactions that I have on a day-to-day basis with people. When someone says, hi, how are you? I know personally my go-to response is good. And sometimes that's even to some of the people closest to me. So really creating a platform for people to really share what's going on, to be a light and to be a voice for other women who might be struggling with other topics that that they can relate to. So, so having a platform where women feel comfortable to share wisdom, to share what's really truly going on in their lives and feeling supported and feeling like they're part of a community. That's beautiful, Ginger. Thank you so much for sharing. I definitely agree. What a beautiful background that you have for us to um, use some of your wisdom in our tribe. Thank you. And can I I just um, piggyback on what Melissa said? This is Beth. Um, I I didn't know some of your story, Ginger, so it was really inspiring uh, listening to you just now. And I feel like I have so much to learn from you and I'm really inspired. So thank you for sharing. Thank you so much, Beth. I appreciate that. And you ladies all really inspire me on a daily basis. I'm very excited about this podcast with all of you. well thank you now that brings us to sujin she's going to also share some about herself so uh, without further ado here she is i think i'm gonna have to pass no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) earlier in preparation of the podcast just feeling all the butterflies but i'm super excited to share and introduce my sujin some people call me Suge or SJ, whatever you're comfortable with, or Sojin. Um, or <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just feeling really hyper. I feel like when I am around these women, I get really inspired and excited to share. And I just feel like my mind is just churning about how much we can accomplish when we're together. And I'm so inspired by Ginger's story and kind of made me think about what do I want to share? And I feel like from a very early age, I was just very curious as to the why we are here. What are we supposed to do? What is our work on this planet? And I just kind of struggled with that question and trying to find my purpose. And I didn't really know what that was for a very long time. I was very interested in the creative realm. And I went to school, I went to Michigan, and then I went to Parsons in New York. And I wanted to do fashion, fashion marketing, some type of creative endeavor. And I got really catapulted into this fashion industry, which is really amazing and charming. But at the same time, I was probably my most unhealthy self, you know, not sleeping at all and really unhealthy habits and, you know, abusing Adderall to stay awake so that I could do more projects and work more and just wanting to do more and more and more. And I think it got a little out of control. And um, I realized how unhealthy I was being. And then my mom got sick and I ended up coming home, which was a blessing in disguise. And that's when I found yoga and it really grounded me into who I am. And it really allowed me to study more of the yoga scriptures. And I really got into Vedanta at that time and just learning how to deal with my own emotions and to really self-study. I really kind of dived into the practice more from like a curiosity of spiritual practices and to India for a little bit. Um, And then I came back and started teaching more yoga and realized how much it had helped me 
not being a victim of my own emotions and not freaking out emotionally and blaming other people and really just pointing the finger more at myself and how I can improve. And I just, you know, tried to let go of this lack mentality. And I think the more that I got older, just approaching my 30s, I just have been so inspired by so many women that I've met in my life. And I think that there's something to be said about creating a tribe and inspiring and encouraging other women to be their most authentic, powerful, witchy shaman, whatever you want to be, whatever archetype you are in your life, whether it's mother, maiden, sage, crone, maybe it's a transition somewhere in between to know that it's okay to be in that transition and to know maybe not where you're going, but that you're supported and that you're not alone. And I think for me, growing up, I wanted to have that type of tribe or like an older woman that was a mentor that could have guided me a bit more. So I hope that I can offer other women that type of wisdom and inspiration because I've been inspired by so many women in my life. That's so beautiful. Thank you, Sujan. What's amazing is I feel like from the all of our faces, we may be learning a little bit more about each other already. <laughs> absolutely. This is absolutely gorgeous. Um, thank you so much for sharing. Thanks for letting me share. <laughs> um, so now we're all a little hyper off Sujin's energy. I love it. <laughs> Perfect. It was the injection. We didn't know we all needed. <laughs> so um, next I have Beth here. And I'm going to have Beth introduce herself, tell us a little about herself, and here she is. Thank you, Melissa. And thank you, Sujin. I, yeah, I definitely feel a little more hyper listening to you. I felt like a little bit of like heart racing and I'm in like, I'm a Gemini, I'm in full blown Gemini season and I'm like an ideas person. So listening to Ginger and then listening to Sujin, I just started like a million ideas of what should should I tell you guys about myself? And oh my gosh, all these stories and possibilities. Where do I begin? So I'm feeling kind of flabbergasted of how to introduce myself. Um, I'm a yoga teacher and I'm a mother and I'm a wife where I really never love saying wife, but I am a wife. So I guess those are my three big markers in my life right now of, you know, relationships that I hold and my day-to-day goals of being the best version of myself that I can be. Um, so yoga, the short version is yoga 15 years ago was really my, my catapult into creating um, really positive life changes and moving away from really unhealthy, addictive behavior into really finding myself. Um, and maybe 10 ish, 12 years ago with yoga, I kind of hit a plateau, um, of teaching, of being a little bit uninspired of kind of doing the same thing. And maybe uh, the combination of not doing it, um, full dedication daily or doing it the wrong way or, a little bit of both and other things and being burnt out as a yoga teacher, teaching a lot of classes weekly can be energetically draining. So I just kind of plateaued and like lost a little bit of like the connection to spirit and to source 
into really like inspiration that I had with yoga. So I was in a weird place with yoga for a while. Like I'm teaching, but uh, like, what am I teaching? Like, I remember showing up for classes and being like, I don't know what to say. Like I, because yoga for me has never really just been about poses. Poses has always been a way to get inside and do work and inspire yourself and heal yourself. So I just remember having this whole period where I would do that. And then I felt a little bit like a phony because I'm like, what am I even saying and doing? And then I met a teacher that I had for quite some time. And he really, it was like reignited a spark of being passionate again and learning a whole part about, started learning about Tantra, a whole aspect that I wasn't taught. I was coming from more of this like Buddhist philosophy. And then there was all of a sudden this whole like spiritual world I didn't know about. And that's really how I started diving into and learning about goddesses. And this was at the time period for me when I had just become a mother with, so I have two daughters. And this was when my first daughter, who's five now, was maybe almost one. And it was like this reawakening because I was in this, you know, hugely transitional place in my life that was challenging for me like physically emotionally mentally spiritually it's was a whole awakening it was a whole period that I feel like in a way I'm in again now because I have now my second daughter who just turned one so that that transition you know of becoming a mom is like it, it's just those of you out there that know I mean it, it's it's wild <laughs> it's it's challenging and beautiful and what Ginger was saying that really resonated with me that I found a lot of wisdom and one of the things I'm inspired about working on this project um, with women is, is that with motherhood, there's so much that no one tells you about the hard stuff. And so with podcasts and with publications and, you know, things online, a lot of that you're experiencing for yourself and then you're seeking it out when you're a mom because you're like, wow, is this normal to feel this? Should I be feeling this? What, what do I do with this? Because no one's really preparing you for that. So uh, you know, rewind to these four years ago, I was, I was being reawakened through teachings of yoga. I didn't really know about in, you know, forging like a new me or a, a return to me and a new way as a mother. So the, the last four or five years of my life, I feel like I've really been on this path that's led me to this is like being empowered through women, learning tools and continuing to you know, learn how to um, access my my inner goddess, my inner self, my highest self to to be the best version of myself that I can be, you know, to really go out there in the world and be purposeful with my mission. I'm still kind of working on my mission. <laughs> Maybe this podcast will help me clearly define it. Um, yeah, so I, I'm really happy to be here and I'm really excited to be sharing, you know, all things um that are raw and real and help all of us women be clearer connected to who we really are. So thanks. That was beautiful. Thank you, Beth. I'm so excited. You're so much more than a mother, but I am very excited that you bring that aspect to our group as well. It'll be a beautiful perspective to have on the show. And I know, um, Ginger, you're a, a stepmother too, correct? Yes, I am. I so have exciting. a 15-year-old stepson. That's amazing. See, this is so beautiful. What a great thing about our group is that we all have similar but different enough experiences with these lenses to look through the world. And I think we'll really bring a lot to um, 
to our audience. And then, you know, with the help of our guests, I really hope I can't wait to expand on that. So I guess that just leaves me. (laughs) I'm Melissa Karen, and um, I am an entrepreneur. I come from the tech industry. Um, I was in sales and customer experience and um, project management. And I found myself in the tech industry um, by way of I went to a women's college And um, if we rewind even further back, I used to be the type of girl who had a couple of really good girlfriends, but always somehow got along better with guys. That was always a thing, an underlying thing, and I didn't know where it came from, but I always wanted like that girly sleepover thing. And I don't know if subconsciously that's why I went to a women's college, but I did. And it was an incredible experience that really opened me up to how different all women really are. Because I realized I was looking at myself as different and all other women as the same. And I felt like an outsider, which is so silly to say when I think about it now. But I felt like a total outsider. And then I went to this women's college and I was like, wow, look at all these different ladies. This is so cool. And it was so fun to kind of tap into all these different types of women that had crazy interests and some of them were super girly and couldn't wait to have a family and get married and then there were some of my friends that wanted to become engineers and change the world so I naturally somehow found myself in a male-dominated industry again after all that learning (laughs) and um, it was such an incredible interesting dichotomy to see um, the way that women work in different um, environments. So being around women and discovering other women has been a huge part of my life. I absolutely love it. Um, And then I also, um, while I was in this male-dominated world, I had kind of like a total backslide into the very isolated, I'm different from everyone moment where I survived actually a pretty violent sexual assault. And I had a really hard time, not only with other people, but definitely with men. And so for a while, I had to rebuild my perception of guys in the world. And I was really, really finding refuge in other women once again. So I've had this back and forth thing And it's been really interesting to explore in my life. And now I feel so lucky to be a little bit more balanced in this world where I have this beautiful group of women here. And um, then I go out and I have my boyfriend and my brothers and all the male energy in my life as well. So um, I'm really interested on this podcast in talking about the balance of the divine masculine and the divine feminine, um, as well as coping with trauma, really. It doesn't have to be a sexual assault, but any kind of trauma. Um, and then also, you know, finding your place in among other women. You know, I know I'm not alone because I've heard some of some of these other ladies talk about this before, but it's so common in our world to um kind of suffer from a little bit of beauty sickness. And I know that 
I've been there as well. So I'm interested in exploring that topic with you ladies and other women of our uh, other guests that we bring on. Well, and it, it, it just, you know, there's this idea, I think, that so many of us got fed. And I don't even know where we got fed it. But that idea, you know, that women are competition. Um, and so mm. I think for a lot of women in the world currently, you know, it's, it's some unlearning um, that I don't think really any woman deep down wants to feel that way. But it's something maybe it's in a little bit of our past from the way we used to live, you know, where it was competition for survival to get a good mate, right, and to produce offspring. And it's just sort of like limbic brain stuff left over. I'm, I'm not sure. But I, I mean, I feel like as I, as I watched and I've been privileged to see so many amazing women that don't operate that way and I've watched like walls come down like I see like it's very freeing when you start to recognize like oh no she's not my competition like her light's bright and I'm so happy her light's bright that's helping me brighten my own light instead of being intimidated by you being bright Mm -hmm. um so I think that's something on this platform you know that I think we're all really excited to share is that there's so many amazing women in the world doing amazing things where what she has to offer you is show you your potential and you doing that as well. Yeah, I would definitely agree with both of you. I just think that it's so powerful to recognize that we're not in competition. And like Beth said, to not dim, your light won't be dimmed by celebrating someone else's success. I mean, there's so much abundance and I feel like when we support each other, we grow stronger. And just because you're celebrating the success of some other person, especially a woman, your abundance and your ability to create and manifest things also grows. So I really do believe in this supporting women, real girl gang power for sure. <laughs> girl gang. Love it. Both of you ladies said it so beautifully. I, I couldn't agree more. I love it. Well, I think this is truly the modern goddess, right? Where we're stepping into our power, balancing our energy, supporting other women and, you know, fully embracing and getting to know ourselves and the world around us. So I can't wait to see where this goes. I know um, just to wrap it up, we'll end with some further intentions of where we see this podcast going. Um, Our intention is to bring you guys, all of our listeners here Um, thought leaders, change makers, healers, teachers, and even more inspirational women of our world so that we can step even further into the modern goddesses that we are. Uh 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 (laughs) Uh-huh. (laughs) Uh-huh. I had to. I love it. Thanks so much for joining us today on our show and be sure to come back next time for another episode of Evoke. Thank you.